Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for this beautiful day that He has blessed us with. We are a blessed people and today, Lord, we are so grateful for offering us another day to give you thanks and to give you worship and adoration. You are God and and there's none like you. My name is Elmer Gillette, and I pastor Community Worship Center, Church of the Nazarene at 117 Madison Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11216. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. Our preacher for today is the Reverend Alman Reefer, one of the pastors from our church. He's indeed a, an inspirational, anointed, and seasoned preacher and a great theologian. I know that God will minister to you today as Reverend Reefer brings the word of the Lord to us today. Reverend Alman Reefer. Thank you, Pastor, for your kind remarks. Giving honor to God who has saved and preserved my life. Grace and peace to you, my brothers and sisters. It is a pleasure and a privilege to share the word with you today. The word of God is taken from Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. It says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Pray. Father God, Thank you for your presence. Impart your blessings on the word. And may we be encouraged to live for you. Amen. The topic I'm speaking on this morning is living by faith in Jesus. I would like to direct your attention to these words found in the text. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. These are the words of the Apostle Paul, who was making known to his readers that he was under new management, and the life which he now lived was that of a person who is a true believer in Jesus Christ, and his mission was to promote the gospel of Christ. You would remember the famous encounter and conversation he had with Jesus on the Damascus Road. He was on his way to persecute the Christians, and Jesus stopped him dead in his tracks. He was hit with a bright light, and he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? That light and that voice was that of Jesus. And he responded by asking the question, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. It is hard for you to kick against the pricks. Acts 9, 5. Out of that confrontation and encounter he had with Jesus, there was a great transformation of a man 
that was bent on annihilating the church. Now he was asking the Lord of the church, what will I do? Or will you have me to do? The difference of the life he was now living in the flesh was not according to the dictates of the law, but that of faith in Jesus Christ. So he could have said that there is no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Romans 8.1. The emphasis here is no or no. Before, the law of the flesh had enslaved him, but now the law of the spirit of life in Jesus Christ have made him free from the law of sin and death. His words infer that there was an exchange of nature that took place. The exchange of the old nature for the new nature. The old man for the new man. The old way for the new way. Life was always lived in the flesh because it is in that nature that we were born. The flesh is the body which holds the physical, the intellect, the moral, and is subject to all sinful nature with its failures, its weaknesses, its disease, its sicknesses, and all its imperfections that we inherited and all who must come into the world would inherit these. For Psalms 51 says, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. His words infer that there was a transformation had taken place, that something miraculously had happened. A great change had occurred, is indicated by the words, the life which I now live in the flesh. These words suggest that before, life was something else. The person who was persecuting the church was now planting churches. He that was about faith in the law, carrying out its instructions and in compliance with the law, now is all about faith in Jesus, preaching Christ in the synagogue, that he is the Son of God, Acts 9, 20. What a transformation. But this is what happens when a person encounters Jesus Christ. Any encounter with Jesus must bring change. If you ever had a meeting with Jesus, you will never be the same again. All those who ever came to Jesus left his presence totally transformed. The woman at the well, when Jesus got through with her, she was telling everybody, come see a man. And they knew that she was a changed person. Zacchaeus, the chief tax collector, was thought to be corrupt. And when he had taken what he had taken from the poor, by false accusation, he restored fourfold. Nicodemus, the notary ruler of the Jews, came to Jesus by night and would never be the same again. All these and, and all others who ever came and had that encounter with Jesus, change was activated in their lives in a big way. Paul said, any man in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Second Corinthians 5 and 19. We used to sing a song, you know. 
The things I used to do, I do them no more. The place I used to go, I go there no more. There is a great change since I was born. In times past, we were not a people, but now we are a people of God, which have no mercy, but now we have obtained mercy. 1 Peter 2.10 Paul, with this new experience, declared that he was living in the flesh by faith in Jesus. He was not controlled by the fleshly desires, those he had brought on the subjection. He surrendered his life to Jesus and was living for him. And he said, I am crucified with Christ. No longer I live that life, but I live in Christ. And Christ lives in me. Galatians 2 and 20. The Christian is exposed to many things in the flesh. That the flesh represents and presents. The temptations are formidable. And the body with its passion and appetites are prone to evil continually in a world that is full of so many deductions. That appeals to reason. Yet, we must disregard all the desires of the flesh and its work, for we are God's workmanship. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit, which we must be kept from defilement, for the life which we now live in the flesh, we do so by faith in Jesus Christ. Paul, a practitioner of the law, soon realized that the work of the law that he was so zealous about could not save him. Only faith in Jesus Christ, God's begotten Son, could do that. You say, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Only the blood of Jesus. All through his epistles, he was telling his hearers that the only thing that can save us the only thing that is required for salvation and living and eternal life is that, is that faith in Jesus. Faith is the instrument, the conduct to which living in the flesh, free from doing the things of the flesh, is made possible. Faith is the principle which maintains this life. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We stand by faith. We are saved by faith. We are sanctified by faith. We overcome by faith. And we are kept by faith. For without faith, it is impossible to live this life which is pleasing to God. It is a misconception to think or believe that doing good works will give us a path to obtain salvation and eternal life. This belief is far from the truth. Paul says in the text, we are justified not by works. Verse 16. Romans 5 and 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. To be justified means to be made right or acceptable in the sight of God. And Jesus, in connection with our faith, makes that possible. Ephesians 2, 9, 9 to 10 says, For by grace are we saved through faith, not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Clearly, we are saved by faith alone in Jesus Christ. And faith in Jesus produces good work. Jesus came and delivered us from the curse of the law and the penalty of sin and death. And we live by faith in him who loved us and gave himself for us. And whom he sets free is free indeed. The word declares the just shall live by faith. Galatians 3 and 12. The time is here. That our living 
our faith is being tested to the max. A lot of uncertainty and insecurities are swirling around us. The foundation on which we stand is being shaken, and our faith in Jesus Christ must stand the test of time. We must have a faith that will not shrink or tremble, though pressed by every worldly force. A faith that fortifies us when the tempest is raging strong. A faith that brings the victory. And how do we get that faith? We get that faith by hearing and obeying the word of God. The man or the woman whose, whose faith is in, living by, in Jesus Christ does not worry, or I should say, should not worry what life brings. In the flesh, we are not perfect, even when we are serving and living for Jesus. But we are given the ability to endure to the end. Paul was living by faith in Jesus, but in the flesh he had to deal with a nagging thorn. But he found God's grace was sufficient for him. And he will keep us in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. Isaiah 26, 3. The writer penned the song, and I quote, I care not today what tomorrow may bring, as shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord, I know, rules over everything, and all my laden, my worries in vain. I know he will say, he will carry me through, no matter what evil betides. Why should I then care, though the tempest may blow, as Jesus walk close to my side, living by faith in Jesus alone. Trusting, confide in his great love. Save from alarm in his sheltering arms. I'm living by faith and feel no alarm. This is the sum total of a life that is living by faith in Jesus Christ. Nothing alarms us. Nothing can harm us. Nothing can shake us. Nothing can defeat us. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world or in the flesh, whether it is tribulation, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword. None of these things will be able to separate us from the love of Jesus Christ, who loved us and gave himself for us. The believer has a surety that he can depend on at all times, and that surety is Jesus, the author and finish of our faith. And he says to us, in this world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, John 16, 3. And in these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us and gave himself to us. Romans 8, 37. Would you live for Jesus then and be pure and good? Would you walk with him defend the narrow road? Would you have him bear your burden, carry all your load? Let him have his way with you. He, this morning, this morning can be our stay, our mainstay. As we are living by him in faith, nothing can harm us, nothing can do us anything because he has promised that he will be with us in our trials. He will be there. When we, are, when we have burdens, he will carry them. 
when we have the cares and the cares of the world are pressing us down, he will be there. Only if we would have faith in him, only if we would take him at his word and obey him, he will be there for us. Would you let him have his way with you this morning? He is so willing. All we have to do is come to him and ask him, and he will come to us, and he will aid us. I pray, God, this morning that you will be blessed by the words, living by faith in Jesus. For there is no other way but his way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Father God, we thank you for making it possible that though we live here in this world, in the flesh, we can overcome whatever it has to offer us. We can be overcomers through Jesus. We can be overcomers in his name. All we have to do is to call on that name. That name that is powerful. That name that is above all names. That every knee should bow and every tongue should confess that he is Lord. That name that is so blessed that we can call upon that name that is so precious. May we look to him today who is life eternal in Jesus' name. Let the words of my mouth and the thoughts of my heart be pleasing to you, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Reefer, for that inspiring word, living by faith. Our faith, our salvation, is in our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians 2.16 says, Yet we know that a person is not justified by works of the law, but through faith in Jesus Christ. And that familiar passage in Ephesians says, Ephesians 2.8-9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. And Romans 10, 8-10 says, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. My prayer for you today is that if you don't know Jesus Christ, that you would invite him into your heart by simply saying, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins and for resurrecting on the third day for my salvation. Thank you, Lord, for this day I receive you into my heart today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, brothers and sisters, beginning next Sunday, we are planning to be on live at 11 a.m. on the Zoom platform. So download the Zoom app today. We have a tentative date of Sunday, October 18th, to reopen our church. Until then, we will be on live at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings. God bless you real, real, real good. Now, please, again, send your tithes and offerings to Community Worship Center, 
Church of the Nazarene at P.O. Box 30091, Brooklyn, New York, 11203. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the church say, Amen. Now listen to this song, Give Me Faith. Have a wonderful day here. We love you. God bless you real, real good.
trust what you say that you're good and your love is great I'm broken inside I give you my Your spirit strong in me, my flesh may fail. 